0: Today is Friday, October 15th, 2021. What we hope to do with ease, we must first learn to do with diligence. Samuel Johnson. You're listening to episode 264, Find Your Healthy Place, with Tim O'Brien.
1: we get these reviews six to 12 a day of people getting off their pharmaceutical medications with natural alternatives and feeling better compared to when they were on the drugs. And it's just to you and I, it might be obvious that, you know, what God made in plants and herbs, nutraceuticals, medicinals is better than chemicals or at the very least should be considered before putting chemicals into your body
0: this is the dance of life my name is Tudor alexander and we are going to go on a journey to hack your mind body and soul for living your best life yet tune in every week to learn something new grow and get inspired as we discover the secrets of success and practice the art of fulfillment And if it's one thing I hope you learn from today, it's that your life is a dance. And just like any dance, you can learn to dance it well. What's up everybody, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. Happy to have you as always. Today my guest is Tim, the founder of The Healthy Place, an e-commerce and brick and mortar store for healthy products. The company did eight and a half million in sales last year and is rated 4.9 on Trustpilot. Tim is extremely passionate about health and wellness, and along with his wife, Becky, they've grown their business over the last 10 years. Tim's career began in 2003 at GNC, where he became a district manager in 2005, and in 2008, he became the manager of Elite Nutrition. During those years, he built a solid foundation of knowledge and expertise in the health and wellness industry, and his passion and success gave him the vision to open his own business. Tim believes in educating and empowering individuals to make lifelong healthy choices and changes. His desire is to help each person reach their health potential. You can check the company out at findyourhealthyplace.com. Excited to have Tim on the show today. We're going to be chatting about his own journey through health and wellness, as well as establishing a successful company over the last decade. That's always great stuff to talk about what lessons he's learned, what failures he's had, and what are some ways that you and I can stay healthy and much more. So very excited to jump into this with Tim. Thanks so much again for being here. Make sure you subscribe if you're new, hit that share button, leave a review, whatever it is you feel motivated to do today. And let's do this. Episode 264, Find Your Healthy Place with Tim O'Brien. All right, what's up, man? Well, hey, welcome to the show. We started uh, really hitting it up here before I hit record. I'm like, we got to hit this record button because we're getting some good stuff.
1: <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, man. This is awesome.
0: Well, hey, I'm I'm pretty impressed. You got a pretty impressive background, but I'll tell you what, I have not been able to learn how to ride a unicycle yet. So I'm curious, how long did that? I... <laughs> <laughs> so you they ride was a unicycle summer, and dude. juggle? Like, what the heck? How yeah, did you dude. That?
1: I know, I know. So it was like summer. I was 12 years old. Gosh, that'd be 24 years ago now. Nice. And it was like a, one of those summers as a kid, you're like, what should I do, man? You know, I had my best <laughs> friend over like, dude, let's freaking learn to unicycle. Cause my mom bought two unicycles for my birthday. And it was like, so we, we spent like two months, dude, learning how to unicycle. How do you
0: even like, okay, a bicycle, I understand. Cause you can at least kind of momentum it, but how yep. do you even start on a unicycle?
1: Yeah, you have to, I mean, you get good at it, but you have to like prop yourself up in the beginning. So I right, remember right. one corner of the garage, my friend was on the other corner of the garage. And you prop yourself up and you get half of a pedal and you fall wow. and you get, you know, another half better, you fall and then you get a full pedal and then you fall and then a pedal and a half. And dude, we were like, you were like, we're like, let's go. We got good. We're like, let's go to Walmart. It was like a mile yeah. away, <laughs> like unicycling, everyone passes, like beeping the horn. We're like, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you know, the best thing is nobody can really steal it. I mean, it's, you can't really, unless you yeah. ride, <laughs> unless <laughs> you can ride a unicycle, you're not stealing that.
1: Yes. So. <laughs> never had it stolen.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Well, cool, man. I mean, uh, I think you and I are definitely on the same wavelength with so much of this stuff. and I love some of the stuff we already started jumping into, but I'm really curious, you know, why did you get into health? I mean, you have a pretty extensive background in the health industry. Now you've started a very successful health company. So congratulations with that. Thank you. You guys are doing uh, really good work in the community. So What got you into that? Like, were you always sort of into health? Did you have like a healthy family or?
1: Dude, I was five years old and my mom got thyroid cancer. And I I remember just being a little tyke and just there being a lot of fear in the home. You know, it's cancer, right? Watching my mom's hair fall out, going through the chemotherapy, radiation. And she connected with some guy at a podunk health food store in mequon wisconsin and she like i just remember even five years old six seven her going to this health food store like a couple times a week because whoever was over there had all this knowledge of natural alternatives and she was really inspired through that experience she ended up through that experience got a job as a manager at that health food store wow and us kids were all homeschooled. So I have like four nice. brothers and sisters and we were all homeschooled. So we like grew up in this back room to this little tiny health food store in Mequon, Wisconsin, doing our math problems, watching from a distance, these testimonies unfold mm. of people coming in with chronic pain, stress, depression, sleep problems, watching my mom uh, work with them, work with their, their pharmacists, you know, whatever and watch these testimonies unfold of people getting off the medications, you know, antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, sleep medications, uh, uh, opiates, you know, over-the-counter, Tylenol, ibuprofen, I'm watching these natural alternatives. So, it's sort of like was in my blood growing up, you know, yeah. my teen years where were my mom handed me a handful of capsules. I was a little rebellious. So I used to pocket them and throw them away later. I did that for <laughs> years and I finally told my mom, she's like, oh my gosh, why didn't you tell me those are expensive? <laughs> yeah. um, and then it was like 18 years old. I, I kind of want to get a job at a health food store. So I got a job at a little GNC store and found that I really liked people in general and liked this whole natural alternative thing, had a personal story and kind of passion connected to it. So that's, that's when, when that was born and then I moved to Madison, Wisconsin to district manage some GNC stores. And I think it was 2007, there was a corporate takeover of all the franchises that my boss owner had owned and also that I was managing. So everybody lost their jobs. Wow. It was like, oh my gosh, dude, what do we do now? And so 2000, fast forward a little bit, 2010 is when we opened, uh, Becky and I opened The Healthy Place. That's right. And in the beginning, it was, dude, it was going to be like one brick and mortar store. I was super happy about that. Helped the community of Fitchburg, you know, put my roots down. And it turned into four stores in Madison, Dane County area and findyourhealthyplace.com. We have a warehouse now. I'm super excited. Just moved in like four months ago and shipping all over the U.S. And it's it's really fun, dude. I mean, through that, it started a brand, two brands that we own, uh, Lively Vitamin Co., is our one supplement brand that was born out of just needing to service our customers. And then we're like, man, why don't we sell this to other stores as well? You know, we have some knowledge through the years that we've gained. It's like, dang, we can help more people. And then wild theory is our CBD oil brand. So it's three companies and a lot of fun. My wife and I do it together. So Becky uh, handles all the uh, graphic design and social media. And I do more of like the um, customer relations and marketing type stuff and management of the staff and the team. And it, it's fun. It's fun doing it together.
0: That's cool, man. I mean, it's uh especially if you have a partner in life that can share that passion with you. Was Becky did she have kind of a similar way like she got into health or did she kind of get inspired by you? How did it happen?
1: No, no. So I mean, I I've always been the supplement side, like <laughs> I had that passion coming in, you yeah. know. I was going to call it like yin and yang, but then I'd have to call myself like evil or something. And I don't want to do that, but I was sort of like the supplement side and she was the food diet side.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay.
1: You know, so when I met her, um, I was like not eating healthy, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's like, okay, well that doesn't quite work. You can't just take supplements. And, you know, so she really inspired me on the food side and I really, uh, inspired her on the supplement side. That's cool. So it was pretty cool seeing that come together.
0: Yeah, you know it's so valuable to have a, a partner that shares your passion, especially you know when you guys are looking with health. There's so many considerations too. I mean, as you know, it's just such a uh, mm. complicated, complicated thing, and it's a real complicated story. And everybody, I yeah. think, has to really uh, uh, dive into their own health journey. I think that's the the thing we're learning now, especially with the whole COVID thing that's happened. Is that mm-hmm. you, know, you cannot rely on the narrative, the mainstream just approaches. No. I think that that. We're seeing the destabilization of a lot of um, mm. establishments, and particularly health, which has been this bulwark for like the last freaking hundred twenty years. Since mm-hmm. you know the early nineteen hundreds, when a lot of that changed, obviously with the Flexner report, and I'm sure you're familiar with that. But
1: mm-hmm. all
0: those, all those. Um, you know, sort of pharma stuff started, you know, like 120 years ago, and it's just been going strong. Like that's the model you get sick, you get a med, you know, you are this sort of incompetent patient that's at the whim of the system. And I think, yeah, really, can you imagine, can you imagine? I mean, it's, you know, I used to work here reminds me when you said medications, I used to work for a, Uh, social security. When I got out of college, I was working for social security for Mm. doing disability claims. God, that was like, that lasted like (laughs) a year and I was just done. (laughs) But whatever, you know, at the time I was, uh, you know, that was what made sense. And so I'll never forget interviewing. I mean, we're talking about some of the like worst of the worst. These people are coming through, you know, and they have long ass lists of medications. And it just made me aware, like, holy smokes. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm so lucky first off to be healthy and to know what i'm knowing but man like mm-hmm. people i just feel so bad when i see people because a lot of times too these medications not only are they not good for you but they also to me limit your ability to make good decisions you know i'll explain 100%. that like i i took a an antibiotic once called cipro i don't know if you've ever heard mm-hmm. of it cipro is like yes yeah you have it's a fluoroquinolone. Oh, yeah. it's really really effing strong let's put it that way you know and it's just not something you want to mess around with at all unless it's like a life-threatening problem. But I didn't know what it was at the time. And so I took it. And dude, not even kidding you, within a day, I was starting to have suicidal thoughts and like super oh, depressed. Oh no. like, I was like, dude, I know this is not me, but I felt like mm. literally this veil came over my face. And so my point is, you know, these medications, not only do they not actually solve the problem, but they also, which I think is more dangerous, sort of put you in this, low energy vibration where you you're not motivated mm-hmm. to, to seek the truth to seek answers to improve your mm-hmm. life you know to do something different so i just think it's all about education that's why this kind of stuff we're talking about is so important
1: dude it's it's right on i mean the people i have coming into my stores and coming to our you know you come to findyourhealthyplace.com you go to the live chat bubble and they're like asking questions and I get to track with these people. Our company is 11 years old. So you start to track with these customers for years and years and years. And the population and, and customer base that's on antidepressants, they're still depressed. They're still yeah. not doing good. Yeah. And none of these people like really talk to each other. So they don't realize that as a whole, it's not really helping long term. And it might help for a little bit. And I'm thankful for that. You know, you have somebody that you you see, okay, the the drug, they they tell me at least that it really helped them. Okay, good. And then I talked to them a year later, and they're still on the drug, on a higher dose of that drug and feeling worse than ever. So then they get on a second drug, second antidepressant. And that helped for a little bit too. Tim, it's helping. I'm like, oh man, you know, I'm trying to change their track of thinking (laughs) a little bit, but you want to sort of fan the flame of everyone's health wherever they're at, right? You want to kind of love them where they're at, sort of thing. So Then all of a sudden they're starting to have sleep problems. So now they get on a sleep medication. So now they have three medications, right? And two of which might increase their sensitivity to like their insulin levels. So now all of a sudden they're like type two diabetics. And now they're on uh, uh, taking a diabetic medication, right? And to your point, after 20, 30 years of being in that system, you're on a list of drugs and we've all met those you know, folks, when they're just heavily medicated, you can see it in their eye. They're not even quite there. Yeah. And you just say, "Oh my goodness!" Like, let's 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 try to like change, you know, and get you let's away from the drugs. Up. And <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's really rewarding. You know, it, uh, where our company is at now, I'm not making this up. There, this isn't an exaggeration. Six to twelve testimonies a day. Wow. Of people, whether it's our Facebook reviews or Google reviews or Mia feedback, TrustPilot. You know, you have all these different uh, text message uh, through Clavio We get these reviews, six to 12 a day of people getting off their pharmaceutical medications wow, that's with cool. natural alternatives and feeling better compared to when they were on the drugs. And it's just to you and I, it might be obvious that, you know, what God made in plants and herbs, nutraceuticals, medicinals is better than chemicals or at the very least should be considered before putting chemicals into your body. Yeah, You know, I'm thankful for I get in a car accident, have my leg, you know, half sawn off, like, yeah, (laughs) get me to the hospital. I am thankful for those guys. But man, in the degenerative disease conversation, in your energy, your fatigue, your mood, your sleep, your chronic pain, like there's natural alternatives that work and people just don't know about them.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, I, I find that a lot of it has to do again with education. And I think this is changing now because, again, with everything that's happened in the last year and a half, people have been uh, given the opportunity to, to educate themselves more, you know. But really, if you mm-hmm. look at the system, it was very much centered around acute care and obviously patent medicine making money. And a lot of doctors, you know, I have doctor friends that are, you know, mainstream doctors they are very skeptical of alternative medicine and they're, they're sort of, you know, just not educated on it. And they're very intelligent people. You know, obviously they're freaking intelligent. They have a doctor's degree, but yep. uh, they, they <clears> haven't <throat> been trained on the spectrum. You know, health is a spectrum. And I think a lot of people don't get that. And I think your job, at least in my opinion, as a patient, the difference between the new age and the old age is that the old mm. age, you're a slave, you know, you're just basically mm. there and just waiting around and hoping to God that somebody will help you. In the new age, yep. you're dribbling the ball on the court. You got a coach, maybe that's telling you, hey, maybe you shoot from here, yep. but you're still dribbling the ball. So, like what that, that means to me is you're not watching the game, you're playing it. That means you know your body a little bit. You understand maybe some genetic issues that you may have. You understand how to, you know, relatively have a decent diet. You understand that health is a spectrum. And so, you're not going to wait till there's a disease. You want to wait, you know, you want to prevent that in the first place. Right. And yep. so, Yep. These things are just fundamental. I think if people in general were educated and doing what they're doing, I mean, it's really fascinating because if you think about how much money we would save on the health industry, yeah, uh, just if people yeah. were doing just stuff that you, you know, that you're having them do and then people obviously yep. getting off medications, I mean, billions of dollars, man. it
1: just blows oh, my mind. Billions. And I, this is out of the American journal of medicine, so this isn't a natural or, you know, holistic, like natural path or integrative doctor saying this, this is yeah. in like the journal of American medicine, that the third leading cause of death in America is pharmaceutical drugs, wow. taken the prescribed way. Wow. I mean, that's in, that's in that journal. So that's mind blowing. So the amount of people that are experiencing terrible side effects from the pharmaceutical drugs The ones who are not curing their situation, they're just treating it with chemicals that have negatives and and damaging the body in other ways. And in a number of cases, evidently, like it's actually, you know, killing people. That's scary, dude. And that's our system. It's kind of dark. Like you said earlier, you know, you go into a doctor, the doctor might be awesome. In Madison, we have some of the best doctors in the world. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for a lot of those guys, but they are literally- just writing prescriptions yeah. and a lot of them more and more, which is exciting more and more are saying, Hey, you know, before you get on Vicodin, maybe go talk to, uh, uh, the healthy place, or we have a spot in town called community pharmacy. Um, go, maybe go talk to the health food store, maybe try some CBD oil first. Um, I can't say this, like on the record, you know, this is under the table, go try some of that CBD. Right. or curcumin, because I've been hearing that that's helping. And that's encouraging, you know, and, and it's, it's hard for them to voice that because there's a point where if doctors aren't prescribing a certain amount of prescriptions per month, like they literally get brought into somebody's office mm-hmm. and they can get in trouble for not prescribing medication more often. So that wow. that's kind of concerning. It, it's also cool to see that, man, The dark's getting darker, but their light's getting lighter too, you know, Mm -hmm. and people like you and I, like we are going to keep shouting this from the rooftops. People need to know that their health is worth fighting for and that they can actually fight for their own health and the health of those around them by some simple education. Like you said, get a team around you, you know, maybe you have a, a naturopath, maybe you have a, um, you know, some guy at a health food store, you know, maybe you have, you know, you listen to your podcast, maybe you have, you know, you get a team around you, like you said, a yeah. coach. Yeah. And take take the driver's seat of your health. You don't want the medical system taking the driver's seat of your health.
0: A hundred percent. And I mean, the thing is health is to me the, the currency that you exchange everything else with. You know, I mean, I've met so many people wow. who are, you know, wealthy, obviously beyond means, but uh they're not healthy, you know? And it's like, well, what the hell? It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. If you have, you know, some degenerative problem because of years of neglect, you could have all the money in the world. Sure. You might have a little comfort, but at the end of the day, like Mm -hmm. your health is everything, man. You convert that into experiences, right? I mean, we live here to enjoy whatever this amazing gift is, right? We're here temporarily. And so to me, it's really uh, less about understanding life and more about participating in it fully, you know. And so ultimately, I love that, dude. You you can't do that without health. If you're unhealthy, you can't have great relationships. You can't make money and and serve other people. You can't, uh, you know, be your authentic. I mean, you know, you talk about gratitude and and visualization all these wonderful things are great. But a lot of times, one thing that I've found missing, I'm sure you can relate to this too, and some of the personal mm. growth circles and sort of even the business sort of 10x like you got to push a business and grow you know grow 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 growth mindset all that stuff mm-hmm. is great but one thing i found is they neglect their health like a lot of people yeah. are just, especially entrepreneurs you know if you if you yep. own your own business or if you're doing a side hustle and you're trying to become an entrepreneur <laughs> one of the things i find is people ignore their health and i've been guilty of yes. it myself too me too you can't you can't you can't ignore health health is like the baseline that you can convert into anything else if you have if yep. you have energy, and You have a little time, you can do a lot. (laughs) You know, I mean if you don't have energy, you're screwed. You know, everything is so much harder. You
1: You can't help those around you, you can't care for those around, you know, you can't care for yourself. There's no fulfillment. I mean, you can have, like you said, money, but if you don't have joy, the money doesn't mean anything. So you need health for joy, you need to be able to give to receive, right? you got, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty wild and I've done it too. You know, there was a point where my company was in its strongest gross, its strongest growth phase. And I look back and I'm like, dang, dude, I was like skipping lunch every day. I was yeah. losing weight. People were asking me if I was okay. You know, I was like <laughs> losing hair faster than i am already losing it. You yeah. know, it was like on health, not sleeping, just like, Had this idea in my mind that I had to care for my team, had to care for my customers. And if I didn't do that and didn't and was dropping the ball, that I was somehow failing them. And so then I ended up failing myself in the area of health. And you're right. It's like ultimately put the company before my own health. And that's not helpful for anyone. I couldn't have sustained it. You
0: know, and I think the error is that we all fall into is that it's such an easy thing to take for granted. You know, when you you know, I had a friend who, uh, I remember she like injured her leg or something, you know, just, she just sprained it, you know, but she had to basically roll on this scooter, you know, those little, like scooters, you know, where you put yeah. your knee on it or whatever. Yep.
1: That was kind of fun, and, you know? Yeah. And, she, and
0: she's like, man, I'll tell you, I'll never, you know, take my leg for granted again, because it's like, wow. even showering is freaking hard now, you know, every everything becomes different when you suddenly lose What seems like a very simple function, like let's say your wrist isn't working anymore, or you know something basic, quote unquote basic. But all the pieces of our body are such fine machines, and we we take it for granted because essentially, when you're healthy, you're supposed to feel nothing. You're supposed to feel free, right? You're supposed to feel nothing if it's not if it's working well. Then you should not notice it's there, and so that's why we take it for granted, and then. Uh, you know, we just, we say, I'll just push myself. I'll I'll not eat today or I'll ignore lunch or, you know, yep. but
1: it's, it's yep. uh, until you lose your health. And then you're like, Oh yeah. snap. Like you said, I mean, I, I had a little bit of a back injury. I was lifting stuff too heavy and I'm 36 now. So I'm getting a little older, bro. Nice, and
0: yeah, you same. know, that's it it
1: was like my <laughs> first ever injury that I had. I mean, I've broken bones and stuff, but like a back, you know, you just like hear people talking about back pain and you're like, oh, that'll you know happen do to me you maybe scout
0: or something or what happened?
1: Yeah, it was something like that. Tire I don't remember um what he said, but it, it was painful, dude. Like I couldn't get my socks on, you know. My wife yeah. was mostly laughing at me, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> but it was it it like you said, now I understand terrible pain. And it was yeah. really bad. And I couldn't do basic functions like you know, get my socks on, move around, sleep, and I wake up throughout the night and There is millions of people, dude, just sick and they're tired and they're stressed and they're full of anxiety and depression and they're not sleeping well and they're in chronic pain. They have digestive problems. They have circulation issues, you know, and there is a world of natural alternatives and just eating well and exercise and health, like totally available to you, like totally available to you. And once it's amazing what happens if you just get the right nutrition into your body, like amazing what the human body can do. And that's what people need to know. And instead they might put in chemicals and like ultimately not feel better, not do better, live this very mediocre, energyless, non vibrant life. And it's not what they want, but it's sort of like, what everyone has these like goggles on with these lenses that's like, well, I should just be stressed, full of anxiety, slightly depressed, not sleep well every day, kind of just feel like garbage, but I don't have cancer. So I'm good. Yeah, You know, like, no, dude, check that out the window. You know, you can live a vibrant life and be energized and feel good. And, and all of a sudden you're like smarter, faster, stronger, like more helpful, like more full of life to give to others, you know, like it's like yeah. a little candle, like share your candle, you know, put the candles together. It's a brighter flame. It's a good thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Why wouldn't people want to be optimal? That's the way I look at it. I mean, I, my background's being an athlete and competing. And so I, I've only, oh, nice. uh, you know, wanted to push my body to be as <laughs> good as possible, obviously. But, you know, I think that there's, there's value in that for even the average person, you know, obviously you don't have to be a competitive athlete. Uh, but, I think having a desire to be your best, to be an op- in optimal shape with your health. I mean, again, to me, your health is the window to everything. If you're in good health, everything else is better. So why wouldn't you want to be as healthy? Like to me, again, like I think you should be a player in the game. You should know mm. your body inside and out. Obviously there's a yeah. lot to know and, and there's a limit to that and certain things you can delegate to, like you said, to having a some specialists around you, you know, like whether it's Ayurvedic, traditional Chinese medicine, chiropractor, functional medicine doctor, whatever, you know, have people around you that you can trust, but but you should still be able to invest some time in learning about your body, learning about maybe different simple things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with your diet, maybe certain things in regards to how you should eat based on, you know, your body or whatever other factors there are. I mean, to me, those things are basic. And I think the more you take responsibility over that, it's like a business. I, I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. I think that <clears throat> this makes sense to you, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, that- you can treat it like a business. Everything's a business, right? In a sense, like you can really like, okay, when I have a business, what do I have to do? I need to think of systems. I need to understand yep. what's going in and going out. You know, Right, you months. literally do. Yeah. So it's really just the same thing to me. I mean, just look <laughs> at it as a business uh, because yep. when you look at it as a business, you have a much more rigorous eye, you know, rather than yep. just saying, oh, well, you know, I yep. ate my salad for today,
1: you know, or whatever. Yep. And it's, you know, you asked a question uh, in, in just a minute ago, you said like, why wouldn't people want to. And I think it's like twofold. One, I think it's because they don't realize what's possible. They just don't realize what's possible to, to like feel better. Mm-hmm. And two, I think they bought the lie. You know, the, the sugar coated lie, I think Jocko Willink, I don't know if you know yeah, that literally guy
0: sugar coated,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Just sugar coated in the food, the fast food, the fast food, you know, medications drive-through medications. I mean, over the counter, we can get it all at our fingertips and it has like this this promise of this feel good now, feel good really fast. And they add MSG to it. So your little taste buds or whatever flail, you know, so your taste, I mean, it's just, they bought the lie, dude.
0: Dude, the best, the best example is Krispy Kreme giving you like a year full of donuts if you get your vaccine early or something
1: like that. Oh my gosh! I'm dude, like, this me is America it.
0: in a freaking marketing campaign right here. This is it.
1: Yep. Yep. Well, they're so
0: sad. I mean, I'm like, I know, you and they didn't me.
1: even used to let. It used to be illegal for big pharma and pharmaceutical companies to market drugs mm. because it was up to the doctor to know what drugs are available. Right. And then to make the recommendations in the right yeah. time and place. And now you've yeah. turned a herd of people into coming to the doctors saying, I want this drug because the grandma was, or the grandpa was like throwing his kid up in the air and they were right. both yeah. smiling and so there was there's like vibrancy. In the
0: field or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then even at the end, you know, side effects, like the eyes may, in may include
0: death and bleeding. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. long
0: ass list of, Oh my God. I mean, this oh is crazy. my
1: gosh. And then you try something like, you know, um, you know, a natural, like five HTP amino mm. acid that balances the serotonin levels and you feel nice uplift or you try l that calms the mind for those obsessive, anxious thoughts. And people do feel it super fast. And guess what? There's zero side effects and yeah. nobody dies from it. And no one's eyes start bleeding like the medication, you know, yeah. it's scary, dude. And it, that voice keeps getting louder. Too, you know, and it's like, damn, got to fight against that.
0: How do you think uh, the whole COVID thing and then everything that's happened in the last year and a half has I guess a two-part question: How's it impacted your business, which I'm sure positively, but how do you also see it impacting kind of healthcare and the future of healthcare?
1: Yeah, first for my company, uh, we have four brick-and-mortar stores. So when it first Was it hit- all in Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, Madison. There, when it first hit, it was like, immune system, like crazy. Let's do it. Right. I mean. And I definitely took advantage of that. I got on the radio and I was sure, like, you yeah. want to boost your immune system? Come on down. I'll strengthen it. And I didn't say I was going to cure COVID or anything stupid like that. Right. I was just like, you know, yeah, you can absolutely boost your immune system. So we took advantage of that. And that was a nice boost, like March, April, June of 2020. And then July to present, it was like brick and mortar, just, you know, the shutdown was still going on oh, right, right, and right. brick and mortar took a huge hit, uh, for sure, like 30% down. Wow. And, um, it, right when it hit our pivot as a company was like, okay, just like a lot of other smart companies was like, okay, e-commerce. So yeah. let's get on e-commerce. We already had a website, but we hadn't really focused on it. So we took all of our team's efforts and just built the website and we were able to really cool kind of a miracle is we replaced that 30% I told you about, um, with our website, we got a warehouse, got a logistics team that like packs it all up and we were able to like that loss. We were able to like make that up. Nice. So that was really cool. It's still just the train is sort of like changing. Um, but in a better place now than, July last year through like March of this year because it's starting to open it up a little bit more, uh, which yeah. is nice. It's cool. Like see people outside again. Your second question, how do I think it'll affect the future of healthcare? I think COVID was a bit of a great divide. Yeah, like there's, for sure, it really brought a lot of division. You had these people over here that were like, the, you know, the virus is going to kill everyone we know. And we have to do everything the government, the media, and the medical system tells us to do exactly when, where, and how uh, when the vaccine comes out, even if it hasn't been tested properly, even if the mRNA is not a vaccine. And even if there's like, freaking metal in it that you can like stick a magnet to your skin and it like yeah. sticks and you know i don't know if you've seen the articles yeah. on i've seen videos what that it's crazy dude it's like, what it's the like, hell? i like, saw
0: somebody with a what do you call it, one of those um emf readers too oh really i mean i haven't tested it myself i'm curious to find somebody that i know that's taken the vaccine to test it but uh, the videos i saw they were literally putting up an EMF reader and it was was going off. I'm like, what the hell? That's yeah. Again, I I don't know. I haven't tested it, but
1: (laughs) yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Freaky dude. It's super freaky. I mean, it's nuts. So then you have this like group of people like polarized right over here. That's, that's, Oh my gosh, the vaccine is like save the world and they sort of like believe the media with how many people died And, you know, the, the, the cemeteries that you could like see from outer space, is like what, like what? Um, And then you have this side over here. That's like, holy crap. This is, I'm watching with my eyes. I mean, just from my perspective, we have tens of thousands of customers and I don't know any customer that came like, like, I think there was one that said their grandma died from COVID. Mm -hmm. So we have tens of thousands of customers, nobody that I know died from it. Everyone that I knew that got the virus, it was like it sucked. It was like a virus, you know, like a cold. Yeah. We've all had colds, all had the uh, the flu. And though over here, people are like, okay, it doesn't really seem like this is lining up with this. Um, so it, it's like, and so then they're they're this side's digging a little deeper, and they're going, man, if the media, the medical system, and the government is like not telling the truth about the virus, not telling the truth about the vaccinations, not telling the truth about pharmaceutical drugs, not telling the truth about your health, then how deep does this rabbit hole over here go? Yeah, And they're, they're going like, you know, you start to like unravel it and you're like, Oh my gosh, you start talking about the 5g network across the planet. You start yeah. talking about, you know, genetically modified foods. You start talking about hormones pumped in our foods, artificial sweeteners. You start talking about big pharma and FDA and how like half of the FDA's salaries are paid for by pharmaceutical companies. Yep. Aren't they supposed to be unbiased? Like FDA is supposed to be controlling and they're paying that. And you start seeing that big pharma, you know, whoever pays for advertisements has some control over media. And that the most common type well, most of advertisement of
0: advertisements are is drugs.
1: pharmaceutical <laughs> drugs. And yeah. then you start putting the pieces together of like Bill Gates and I'm saying, I always say his name wrong, but Fauci. And, you know, you, you see all these like elitists, you know, the, the rich that are in control of the vaccines and the pharmaceutical drugs and in government political powers and over medical. And it's like, dude, it gets pretty wild. So it's polarized. I think in some ways it's motivating a lot of people to go, OMG. Yeah. Like I got to take my health into my own hands. Yep. And, you know, so I think that's the good out of it. And the bad is, you know, we already said the bad.
0: You know, it's crazy. It just reminds me of a, a, a study or a link or something that I read where basically they recently quote unquote declassified documents from Coca Cola from the freaking 50s or 60s where they literally lied and paid, you know, they were paying people for research to do basically BS research. They were, they were falsifying. And that was wow. just now, you know, I mean, I don't need that to know the truth, but it's like, right. if that, if that doesn't wake you up a little bit to say like, okay, this is 60 right. years later, this is yeah. 60 years later. Right. I mean, you if know, they
1: were doing it then, why wouldn't they be doing it now? That's yeah. the funniest thing. Like we what all have
0: too, with uh, the keys study and all that, all that stuff. I mean,
1: yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you, you just asked the question, like, do you believe that politicians are honest? You know, do you believe yeah. that the government is always looking out for you and is most concerned about your life and your family's life? Like people, they, they say no to those things. You know, they, they know that politicians lie. They know the government is like, not necessarily like it's the, so, but it's so funny that they would just decide to listen to. So that's where I think we just need to fight for the truth, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it comes back down to just being a scientist ultimately again, like, you know, to me, I like that, especially, especially people who are, it's funny to me because the people that at least in my circle that often say, I'm all about the science is <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. whole phrase. I'm like, you're not actually, because really to be a scientist essentially means to employ doubt. Mm. You have to doubt everything until, Wow. You, I mean, there's nothing that's proven ever. I mean, you could always right. test it again and say, well, you know, it, it, we can give a high probability, but there's yep. nothing that's proven, you know? And so when you, nope. when you hear something like the science is settled, there's no science that's ever settled on anything. Like literally right. nothing is like, settled in science. The, yeah, the
1: definition of science, right? Yeah. Isn't that you prove something emphatically. Yeah. It's that I, I like where you're going with this. It's like you build a case with evidence. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then
1: you always have to bridge the evidence to fact. You always have to bridge that with faith. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm going to believe that this chair is going to hold me. Right? right. And there's some good yeah. evidence, but you have it, but that could break. You sit it down, could it could... Break.
0: yeah. It might not even be a chair. Maybe we're a freaking brain in a test tube right now. And right. All dude, matrix, sensory... dude. Yeah. Yes. You know, so yeah, I mean, doubt <laughs> to me is essential. You have to doubt. Um, I mean, there's just so much with health too that to me is, uh, you know, it's all very circumstantial. I mean, everybody's health journey is different. And so you, there is no one size fits all. Uh, nope. you know, approach that anybody could give you. I mean, I've, I have doctor friends. I've been to so many doctors. I've read so many books I've written books. You know, I can tell you if anybody asked me like, Oh, well, wow. You know, how do I, you know, be healthy? I'm like, well, I mean, honestly, there's some principles, but you know, nobody can, not even the best doctor in the world could tell you exactly no. what to do. They might no. give you some tools and tips, but you have to know your own body and you have to yes, pay uh, attention to, to it. Yeah. You have to pay attention to it.
1: Yep. Yep. And that, that's where science is so cool because, and why freedom of speech is so important,
0: because it's like,
1: there's a lot of people wrong out there, but there's a lot of people right too. And we need to be able to tell the truth. So something very basic, you know, is arthritis, you know, arthritis, okay. Chronic pain, people are suffering, millions of people are suffering. And the truth is, is that you can treat arthritis with anti-inflammatory Natural nutrients like curcumin, like Boswellia, uh, like devil's claws, a great herb, like Boron's CBD oil. Too. I
0: don't know if you've ever done yeah. boron.
1: Yeah. Excellent mineral. Yes. Yeah. Yes. More people should know about that. Um, and you can't say that these nutrients treat arthritis like Google doesn't let you. Facebook yeah. doesn't let you. And yet it's true. So it yet. So it, it's, it's, it, it's the power of. Um, freedom of speech to be able to just say and and then I'm explaining it poorly. But the science side of it is you got to collect facts, right? You got to collect evidence, you got to build a case, and then be able to make the decision for your own life. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I want for people. I don't want to say, hey, all drugs are evil. Nobody should ever go to the hospital or see their doctor. I want people to have a choice. I want people to have the information available to them to be able to build a case and make a decision for their own damn health. Yeah. And that's what's being trying to taken from us. You know, it's like we, yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, I mean, that happened to me recently. Actually, I had a, it was in 2020, I had a tooth extraction because Hmm. whatever, I had a crown and it was kinda, it was going bad. And so I had this emergency tooth extraction and because it it had gotten infected, I said, yeah, give me the antibiotics. I'm well aware that there an infection in the mouth could be dangerous. You know, I don't anticipate it being, but let's just rule all out probability, right? I'm I know what happens if I take antibiotics. So after I do my antibiotics, I'm gonna go back to all my probiotics and all my stuff to do is sort of a blitz and get everything <clears throat> back nice. in alignment, you know. So, you know, in that case, like of course, yeah, I, I was totally fine taking antibiotics. I have yeah. no objection to clear for purpose and thankful for yeah. them. Exactly.
1: They they save yeah. lives. Yep.
0: Yeah. But it's like you, like you said, you have a choice. And I think that's really the most important part is giving yes. people a choice and having a choice. And ultimately, you know, we are here to choose. That's the game of life is to, to make yep. choices. And so yep.
1: you have freedom of your faith. Yeah, you know, if somebody exactly. wants to believe this or for, believe that with your health, you want to go get chemotherapy. Okay. You know, you want to go a natural alternative way that shouldn't be illegal. You yeah. should have the choice to do and take care of your your health and your body.
0: Well, it's free market principles, man. I mean, that's, you know, you can't beat that. You cannot beat power of the people and the, the free market regulating itself according to demand and to feedback. I mean, that's just, that's a system yeah, that you should Dr. Gerson
1: in the forties dude was curing cancer at a high, high success rate. 1940s vitamin C therapy, 150 grams a day wow, of ascorbic really? acid, which is like 150 capsules if you were to take that much, but he did it intravenously. Unbelievable results. He went before the FDA. He went before the public as much as he could. And he was shut down. And the Dr. Garrison therapy is illegal in the United States.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: And if you look into it, you know, you you can go to northern Mexico and you can go to the country of Hungary or the two headquarters, if you will, of the Garrison therapy. And wonderful, unbelievable results, right? But illegal, illegal in our country. So let me just ask the question: Cancer is a terrible disease, right? So, you can, you can go the ke- chemotherapy route, radiation. I would never judge somebody. Uh, my mom went, went that route. And, you know, you can go that route. You're, you're sick. You feel terrible. You have chemo brain. The success of it is not very high. And we haven't made much progress since the 1970s. Yeah. Uh, the same exact chemotherapy is like being used or very, very similar. And the amount of people that die and their last year of life is horrific, terrible, puking, can't get out of bed, can't visit with family, no joy, no energy, no life. So why can't someone choose to be able to take Dr. Garrison's therapy to treat their cancer, which is vitamin C therapy. And let's just say that it has a less chance of curing them. Let's say it's like, you know, 40% instead of 50%. Yeah, A lot of people would choose, okay, if I'm going to die, or if I have a risk of dying, I rather feel as good as I can for this last couple of years of life versus being like horrific over here, but that's illegal. And we all know that you follow the money train and you find out why, because it's a billion, billion, billion dollar industry. There's so much money in it that they're going to make this idea over here that works illegal.
0: Ah. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's really frustrating, man. They, like you said, the more you go down the rabbit hole, the more you just uh, you get really frustrated. Especially if you're a truth seeker and you 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 want to help free people up and you want to um, you know empower them, it, it really upsets you to see these types of things. I mean, I think something like the Sackler family, which is like the top, um, you know, what do you call it? Pain. They they own all the painkillers. They they produce all the painkillers, and so wow, they, they produce the painkillers. They're billions and billions and billions of dollars. They produced a generic one in case, you know, you can't afford that one. And they produce the freaking drugs to get you, you know, what do you, uh, like Ugh. rehab, like if you're going to rehab or detox or whatever. So they literally have the problem and the solution.
1: Oh my I'm gosh. Like, this and you, is you,
0: absurd. Like how right. can you.
1: You don't think there's like some tie there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's
0: just, that stuff just pisses me off. Honestly. It's just, I, I don't oh, talk too much gosh. about it on the show, but it's just like, we, we are so uh, we've been so ignorant for so long and i'm very glad that that's changing i really think people are waking up i think
1: it is you know this is kind of a funny one and i, I i'm not going to go down this but, but but like bill gates like literally believes in population control oh, he yeah. made a sta- <laughs> statement recently at at a, a symposium of sorts where it's like he thinks the the human population on the earth should be at like 500 million and he talks about this thing called like the reset he like, literally, this is all out of his own mouth. And then we're going to trust that guy to be ahead of all of our vaccines. Who's not a doctor, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Who's not a doctor. I'm like, oh my gosh. And Fauci was at that symposium too. And they're talking about the reset and 500 million population on the earth. And like, responsible.
0: it's right in your <gasps> face.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, oh, wait, what What? rhinestones? You the, say?
0: the Georgia Guidestones.
1: Yeah, dude, those are idea. real. They're, yeah. they're stones that talk about like the Masons, like their literal plan
0: yeah, is like, to
1: like kill 90% of the population. Like what the fuck? And here you,
0: here <laughs> you have, you know, Bill Gates oh you know, talking about this stuff. I mean, there's interviews of him too. Like I think from years ago where they literally asked him why he pivoted from Microsoft more into like vaccines and he's talking about how great of a business opportunity is. And it's like, yeah, it is a great business opportunity. You're immune from being fucking sued. You get a guaranteed profit. Yeah. You're testing all of your shit on third world countries so that you can basically, yeah. you know, oh figure gosh, out who's going to die. And then you can bring it to the U S you're mandating it with all these BS schemes. Wow, and it's just dude. like, you're literally guaranteed billions and probably trillions of dollars.
1: Oh my I gosh. Mean,
0: if you can't see that, that's not a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. You got to just do your research. I mean, that's just like, straight up in your face. And I mean, that's yeah. like, tell me, okay. On what fucking planet? Cause now that we're on this, now I'm, now I'm all heated up. <laughs>
1: no, I got you all heated up. <laughs>
0: I'm usually so calm during podcasts. This will be a different show. I love it. But you know, like <laughs> on what fucking planet do you, in, you know, when you eat something, let's say it's toxic, your digestive system at least has tools to, Filter it out. Like if you eat some mold or something terrible, yeah, you might get sick, but yep. at least you got your immune system there. You yep. got some other shit. When you yep. put something into <laughs> some your shit. body with a injection, you are putting bypassing are, all by, of that You're bypassing all of that. And so now you can't you're putting something it. that's hadn't been tested, you're putting something that potentially is very dangerous. You're putting yep. something in where you can't sue the company. Yeah. Life insurance you is not gonna cover
1: life you. Life insurance. like. What the fuck are you fucking? <laughs> I I know, dude. It's W doesn't that make you
0: think? I don't care what side of the street you're on, whether who right. you voted for or what you believe. Right? No, doesn't I don't that either. make
1: you think? It's like I care about people. I like how people. can you do that if you people can't see the value. right? Oh my gosh! Like oh my that's gosh. just to me is
0: just, just plain like that. If that's not science, you're not following the fucking science when you're doing.
1: Nope. That. <laughs> I know. I know. And I think all mm. we can do, dude, is just keep becoming more educated ourselves and yeah. trying to get the word out just because we care about people and and not worry about persecution and what Yeah, and so no, says because sure. be man educated. if you don't get if you don't get vaccinated like we're gonna be the problem. They're gonna like blame us somehow. Right. So yeah. a vaccination that actually doesn't prevent the spread of the virus and it doesn't prevent you from getting the virus, but yet you're gonna go get this vaccination. And then it's the people who have not been vaccinated that are the reason that the virus is going to keep spreading or whatever. It's like it doesn't make sense. It's all
0: about the science,
1: right? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's it's exciting in that we have an opportunity to burn brighter, dude. You yeah, know, the dark absolutely. is getting darker, 100%. but the bright the light is getting lighter. You know, that's what I love yeah. about your show, dude dance of life, dude, this is part yeah. of, this is part of the dance of life, is the you Dance know?
0: of life, you know, it's uh it's being able to adapt to whatever happens, you know, and, and understanding how to move, not only just to adapt, but to move through it with grace. You know, that's really mm. what that means to me is, is dancing is uh, it's intentional. That's it's, not awesome. just, it's not the movement of life. It's dancing through life. You know, it's really, wow. Uh, being graceful with the changes of your life and uh, especially health. I mean, health is a great example of that because health is so complicated you really have to make a lot of intentional choices you know to me i definitely related to my background i was a professional dancer by the way for for years. oh nice so, that's yeah, cool dude competing i was actually in wisconsin several times at the uh fister hotel oh sure in, yeah up in uh, is it milwaukee or where is that milwaukee yeah milwaukee yeah that's a beautiful place thank but you I've been yeah, there. I've been cool. there. i love the midwest i always love the midwest so much There's, people are there so warm and inviting um, Thank you. Yeah. yeah
1: I, it, it is different than like, you know, you go to East coast, you know, you freaking get your car. Stolen. I,
0: Midwest was my favorite. I've been everywhere in the country for competitions. And I have to tell you like wow. personality wise, Midwest people were my favorite to, to hang out with and chat with. They're just laid back. They're very uh, warm and inviting. It's just a different mentality. You know, I just, I That's love awesome. it. It's like pure American, you know, I just, <laughs> yeah. of course you're American everywhere you are, but to right. me, that's just like, yeah, the middle. No, you got so, the I mean, good old
1: boys with their pickup I, truck and they're shooting yeah, through I and they don't America. know about fashion yeah, and Midwest. we don't know about, yeah, but heck yeah, but, we'll protect our country.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when you when you dance, you have to make, and anybody who is in a professional sport, especially if it's very uh, coordinated, let's put it that way, mm. they'll, they'll relate to this, which is you have to make a lot of intentional decisions about how you are doing what you're doing and when you're doing what you're doing. So I have to say, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and then like you have to think very sequentially. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if your sequence is off by 1%, your performance is going to drop. You have to have a very specific sequence to what you're doing. And to me, wow. that's, the, that's the same way with health. I mean, uh, you know, with, with whether it's taking supplements, you know, understanding how to eat with your circadian rhythm, you know, what are you going to avoid? What are you going to say no to? What are you going to say yes to? All these things you have to sit down and be willing to, I say, choreograph it, right? Choreograph your, your wow. life and, and create the decisions around your health that you are going to stick to and, and do as the days go on, regardless if you lost sleep or not, you still have to maintain your eating. Like the other day I didn't sleep so hot. And I woke up freaking like way later than I usually wake up because I didn't get to sleep very uh, until late, but I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, how can I manage that now with my rules about how I eat at certain wow. times? So I don't get totally derailed, you know, so I still stick wow. to my principles. And so that's really, to me, that's it's awesome, dude. yeah, it's just yeah. being adaptable, you know, with your rules.
1: Yup. And then one, one step at a time, you know, you, you don't have to build Rome in a day, you yeah, know, it's exactly. like just yeah. fan that flame, whatever that little decision is, you know, do it, do it, and just keep doing it builds on it on itself.
0: What do you, you know, what's your take on, uh, cause you're into supplements and I'm into supplements too, but you know, there's a lot of people that have not educated themselves and so you know obviously there's all these uh things on the internet that are very accessible and promoted by google that supplements are terrible and you know it's controversial mm-hmm. and yeah uh, <laughs> vitamin e causes cancer and all this bullshit so oh uh, man you know there's a lot of stuff like that out there and so what is your take you know some people say that you can only should you, you only eat from food and i agree diet should be your first place yeah but but my personal take and, and i really want to hear your take too but my personal yeah. take is we live in such a toxic society now compared to like a hundred years ago, combined Mm -hmm. with genetic propensities that we all have. And just, again, all the toxic stuff, the 5g, whatever you want to add to that, that to me, it's like, you know, some of these things are very necessary because you just can't Mm -hmm. get You know, you can't get enough vitamin C. You should eat vegetables every freaking day, but you know, I'm not going to go eat fucking 12 oranges right now and get diarrhea and ruin my teeth. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah when I can get it in a more efficient way, obviously, uh, you know, with high quality bioavailable supplements. So what is your, what is your take on, on that?
1: Yeah. I think that's such a good question. You know, we are all nutritionally deficient in one way or another. Yeah. Yeah, Even the best eater. And like you said, I love bringing up that you brought up, you know, hundred years ago, a hundred years ago was a different world and we didn't need supplements like we do today, if at all. Our, our uh, food and our fruits and vegetables are literally harvested uh, from you know before it's 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 ripe, and we artificially ripen it on the way to Whole Foods or wherever we buy it from, right? Yeah. And the herbicides, pesticides, fungicides poured on billions of gallons poured on our fields across the United States. Toxicity. You know, we add fertilizer to the soil. They used to let the soil rest every seventh year and in rotating crops in this. Now we just beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. And the deficiencies through that are insane. You know, you have this massive deficient food, you know, I'll, I'll give you a couple examples. Bowl of salad has 50% of the content compared to the 1950s. A bowl yeah. of salad, like even if you're speaking about organic, organic's better. Yeah, 50% average bowl of salad compared That's to- crazy. Broccoli from 1975 to 1995 went down in vitamin C by 30%. Wow. Uh, you, you get a, a, a one cup of brown rice from the 1960s compared to now 40% less calcium.
0: Wow! So
1: we, we have this massively deficient food. And like you pointed out, massive toxicity, you know, it's what 80,000 different chemicals that we use in the United States, Didn't which most a- of those are illegal over in Europe. Totally Did they have
0: that study with the I don't know if you're familiar with the placenta study, where they took um, a bunch of placentas or something from you know whatever newborns, and literally like the the least contaminated one was fucking like two hundred something chemicals. And this is like born, <sighs> wild. like you're just born into this world. Here's your teaspoon or tablespoon of, of chemicals. It's like
1: crazy. That man. is I mean. wild. So anyway, so it's yeah. it's this perfect storm, dude. Deficiencies. Yeah. Everyone's deficient in one way or another. And then toxicity, we have these like, un- unbelievable, you buy a new shirt, right? Formaldehyde. You know, you put your deodorant on, aluminum, put your makeup on, you know, your, your, your shampoo, your conditioner, your whatever. And it's so much toxins. So in this day and age, it's foundational to take supplements. You eat yeah. as good as you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then, you know, you exercise, right? And then you take supplements to avoid to some of the gaps. You got a good multivitamin. Yeah. to take care of those deficiencies. We all have deficiencies in some way. Anti-inflammatory, because inflammation is the root of every single disease. Yep. It's all chronic pain. It's inflammation, digestive issues. It's always inflammation is at least a part of the root system of that problem. So you daily clean your body of inflammation. Antioxidants, to fight off free radical damage, oxidative stress, toxins, probiotic. You mentioned that earlier, because your good and bad bacteria is always in a race. And once yeah. everyone's winning, decides the state and health of the rest of your body. Essential fatty acids, good fat. Take it in. So there's, you know, four or five supplements that everybody can take. You know, and if you go to like findyourhealthyplace.com, you hit the live chat button in the corner. You don't have to remember anything I'm saying now. You just ask the question, like, okay, what supplements should I take? And that's our team at the Healthy Place. It's like nice. souls before souls before sales is our mantra. We don't do commission because you know I, I grew up in the GNC world. Where it's like you get a two-dollar commission to get that bottle of supplements. Right, right. (laughs) But whatever. And it's like, I used to really like getting that two bucks, right? Yeah. So then for my team, I didn't want them being motivated by that. So we do a bonus based on growth of the total company.
0: Wow. So you don't have to
1: worry. So that way it frees them to recommend that which is best for the human instead of what's gonna bring in a commission or something. So our team, you know, whether it's a live chat feature or you call one of our brick and mortars, some people like doing consultations over the phone, but just back to the earlier point, it's like, get somebody on your team, whether it's the live chat feature on our website, whether it's calling our store or whether that's finding somebody local in your own area that has a health food store that you think's not BS and you have stuff, right? To guide you in the world of supplements, because we can all massively benefit from basic foundational supplements, you know, we call it the foundational five, like the five most important supplements you can put in your body on a daily basis, like find somebody that can guide you in that space, because your quality of life is a gift, and it's worth fighting for. And it's, you know, we only have what, 80, 90 years on planet Earth. It's like, what are you going to do with it, you want to live in a vibrant way that you can be full of joy yourself. And joy is different than being happy. You know, it's not just like, you know, in my relationship with my wife, we're not always like, ah, you know, <laughs> you know, but we have joy because we're dedicated to each other for like the rest of our lives. We have beautiful children together, We're building a business together. Joy is worth fighting for being a gift to those around you, you know, like being able to give and to love and receive and enjoy. Like those things are worth fighting for, you know, and it's worth the battle.
0: How do you, uh, how do you work with your kids in terms of, cause especially now, man, I feel, I don't have kids, <laughs> I don't have kids yet, but you know, I, I have friends, all my high school friends have kids now. <laughs> so it's just like, all right, you know, the time's coming, but definitely, you know, I'm, I'm like, man, it's, it's a hard time to have kids right now. I just see so many things that to me, even though I'm not a parent, I would just be I like know, flipping dude. out. If I was a parent, I'd be fucking flipping out. Like, first off, every little yeah. kid that I see has like an <laughs> iPad that they're freaking glued to. They're not even going outside. I know. Uh, i know so many there's obesity and childhood obesity and diabetes i'm like are you fucking kidding me they're kids like how are they having obesity like what the hell's wrong with society you know so you see all these things i know
1: going through puberty early because the hormones it's like insane like the placenta you said like what are they being born into you know i mean we take how do you
0: discipline them i mean not discipline but how do you encourage them to to see the value of all this discipline and of supplements of eating good, you know, all these different values that are so important.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, I think that's where uh, you, uh, that's such a good question. I mean, my wife and I were talking about that yesterday. It's like in this, and we have, we have a fourth baby on the way here wow, uh, de- in December. Thank you. How old do you so think? it's nine, seven and five. Okay. So Rosemary, Oliver and Henry, and then the new guy or gal, we're going to find out gender in a couple of weeks. We're excited. But um, yeah, dude, it's freaking scary because it's, it's like the, the, the system's like getting worse in some ways as far as educating on how to take care of your health. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of programming going on where it's like yeah, you go to your doctor, yeah. you get the prescription, you get on the drugs, you go through the fast food. You know, your, your health and your quality of life has nothing to do with what you eat. Yeah, <laughs> just like planting a tomato plant in toxic soil will produce a vibrant tomato plant. You know, right, that makes yeah. sense. Right. <laughs> so I think it's, I think it's living it, you know, Becky and I are pretty passionate yeah. about like, okay, let's live the life that we want to see them live someday, taking care of ourselves,
0: uh, educating
1: example. them, telling them the truth, you know, when they see something uh, you know, whether it's a cartoon or the friend says something about whatever, it's like, okay, like take a minute and tell them the truth, right? And the truth, like you said earlier, it's you, you believe it, right? You taking us, it, it's ultimately it's faith that believing this decision, it's not good to eat fast food. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell my kid why, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to explain to them, you know? So I, I think that's the best you can do, you know, and, and every day I think about, you know, okay, have I done a good job so far? You know, my little girl's already Nine you yeah, get halfway to 18, you know, it's like, yeah. dang, okay. That first foundation, have we laid a good foundation? And of course you ask those questions and you want to keep getting better and educate better and live the life better, you know, and that's it.
0: It's uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, as a parent, you, unfortunately I have a less and less amount of control over the education of your child I feel unless you know maybe you do mm. some homeschooling or something but it seems like we, we
1: actually do do homeschooling yeah oh, yeah good <laughs> I
0: mean honestly I think you have to that, that's what I would do probably if I had kids because to be honest with you I mean to me the education system right now is just absolutely just broken and yeah if you do try to find some good place you're going to be paying out the ass so you might as well just invest <laughs> in your own
1: yeah. I always tell people there's, there's pros and cons with, with public school, pros and cons with private school, pros yeah. and cons to homeschooling. The beauty of homeschooling is you can protect that little one and you can yeah. take care. Everyone's like, what about the social? What about the social? I mean, I was homeschooled growing up. I am all right. I feel great. I yeah. can interact great in social situations. You know, I like yeah. people. They like me. My wife, same thing. And uh, you can, you can get them in social programs and, fo- you know, football, soccer, and all of that. The beauty of homeschool is you have them with you and you can teach them, you can train them, you can passionately educate them. Uh, and you can, you can hire uh, help too. You, you can find help online, even if you can't afford uh, like a tutor or something, yeah. but it, it's cool, man. I mean, it does make us pretty happy that we're able to homeschool.
0: That's cool. Well, that's good, man. I mean, uh, you know, especially those first couple of years is so formative and so important. I mean, yeah, dude. a lot of times by the time we figure it out, it's like, we're in, you know, fucking late thirties or early, I know. early, you
1: train up the taste buds. To I've like been certain training things.
0: my microbiome this whole time to eat garbage. You
1: know? <laughs> right, dude. That I microbiome's hard to get under control, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good, man.
1: Oh, uh, buddy.
0: Well, one more, one more question for, you. I feel like we could keep you talking, but one more question for you. What are you most grateful for today?
1: Dude, I am honestly most grateful for this conversation. Um, like you said earlier, you're like, I, I usually remain pretty calm on these episodes. I love the opportunity to just tell the world, you know, just share a gift with the world, which is really just that life is a gift. You yeah. know, life is worth fighting for quality of life is worth fighting for. And people, I see it every day in my stores is people give up, you know, they're trapped They feel like shit and they don't know what to do. They're in chronic pain. They're depressed. They're not sleeping well, full of stress and anxiety. And they're like totally stripped of hope, like totally stripped of hope. And they're on pharmaceutical medications and their doctor has said, well, we have 17 other pharmaceutical medications that we can try And they've been around the circle again and again and again, and they're just trapped. And I get to, I have the privilege of sharing with people that there is hope and that there's natural alternatives that could help them. And nobody has ever told them that. Their doctor, as good as a doctor as they might be and really care about them. Not saying doctors like don't care about, they do. A lot of them do, there's a lot of good doctors they're not integrative though you know they're not naturopathic they just they don't have education on natural alternatives so nobody's ever told this person that there's hope that there is natural alternatives that work for their chronic pain for their depression for their sleep so i'm just thankful to to be on uh dance of life dude i mean that's that's my most thankful thankful thing today
0: All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with my friend, Tim, you know, health is an ever expanding journey. And I always love to have people on the show to share their experience in this department to see also, you know, if they've been business owners, if they've really had failure, if they've had to, you know, create something of their own, this is something I always love talking about the show. I just think it's so valuable because ultimately we are here to be healthy and to use that health, that energy that we get from being healthy to really create the life we love. So this is what I believe, and, you know, especially for our new generations, I really, like the kids today, I really feel for them, man. I mean, I just, I want everybody to be as healthy as possible. There's so many new poisons, distractions, dangers to health that are just, uh, they're kind of scary, you know, they're they're kind of scary, especially for the kids that don't know any better. They say the childhood obesity is like, I don't even know what the statistic is now, but, It's just sad to me, you know, so be healthy, inspire others to be healthy through your actions, through your words, through sharing content like this, you know, really just being a stand or a pedestal for good health in your own community, in your own micro community, around your friends. You know, that's how it starts and that's how we can change society, It's by each of us individually becoming a health champion for ourselves. If you want to connect with Tim, go to findyourhealthyplace.com. And don't forget Samuel Johnson taken away for us today. What we hope to do with ease, we must first learn to do with diligence. You know, to be a natural is something takes a lot of time and practice. And in the same way you would train to dance, right? That's how I look at it. You can think of your health in the same way. You know, it's a routine, it's a choreography. If you want to be natural, you have to practice. You have to do things over and over again. You have to build a routine. I have practiced my current routine for years, and it's easier to modify it because I already have the habits relatively set in stone. You know, but in the beginning it feels overwhelming. So start with one thing. Say, okay, I'm going to clean up my eating and be intentional. Make make a list of what you eat already. Figure out where the the points of change need to be and, you know, make a plan and just do it week after week. And once you get disciplined with your eating, with your eating times, what you're eating, you know, all that diligence is going to eventually turn into ease. and And you'll be, you won't be thinking about it anymore. I don't think about necessarily what I eat anymore. I just go with my cravings, but I have trained my body to crave healthier food. And so I can trust it. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to take control of that process anymore. But yeah, at one point in my life, uh, I was doing spreadsheets and you know all this kind of stuff. Now, you don't have to do that. But I'm just saying, it is a transition and that transition takes practice. So I hope this episode has given you some tools. Go check out findyourhealthyplace.com. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you tune in on Tuesday for a little Transformation Tuesday and have a great weekend. We'll see you then. Your life is a dance, so go out there and dance it well. For more inspiration, free resources, and bonus content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.